All right, all right, y'all. Today is a fantastic episode. I mean, we've got Shaman Durek. If you don't know who he is, get ready, buckle up. And if you do know who he is, then you are, this is just for you. Like this, <laughs> this is so good. This was so fun. It's an honor, a privilege. It was amazing connecting with Shaman on this level. And really, this entire episode is understanding and diving into what is fear <clears throat> on a spiritual level. Fear is a virus from the spirit world and understanding the frequency of fear and why we choose fear instead of love. And so if you're into spirituality, this is going to immensely inspire you um, so you can understand fear on a deeper level. And without further ado, let's get into this baby. If you haven't already, please make sure you subscribe on Apple, on Spotify, and all the things you know, all the podcast things that people tell you to do. And But really... If you love this episode, please share it with a friend um, or at least rate and review if you haven't already because when you do, it helps the show get recommended to other amazing human beings looking for answers. And in this show, as you know, it's you, you are already everything you're trying to be. It's just a reminder of how amazing you are. So you don't need to be fixed. So if you want to inspire others in that way, leave a review because it honestly really helps um, get it seen, get it noticed, and share it with a friend. And thank you so much for being here. I'm excited for this episode. Let's do this. Welcome to the Feeling Free Podcast. My name is Ben Harris, also known as the Fear Guy. My job is to help you feel more free in your life with love and relationships, self-worth, and much more. I'm happy you're here. I love you. I believe in you. Let's break free from fear together. All righty. Today I have, I don't even know how to describe um, this guest, but I'm extremely honored um, in, in the deepest way. And I'll just cut the crap and say, Shaman Durek, how the hell are you? <laughs> I'm happy that you're here. Thank you so much. It's a pleasure to be here with you, brother. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm really happy that we are having this conversation now. Do you remember by any chance the first DM that you sent me on Instagram? Yes, of course. So, cause I wasn't expecting that and this is how we're gonna start it. So what I'll do is I'll read what you said to me. And at the time when you sent this um, DM voice message, I was like, okay, this just must, must be some cool shaman thing, you know, like, like what you told me. And I was like, it sounds cool, but I didn't understand it. And based on my experiences, based on certain healings and experiences that I've been able to witness and study about, I'm like, oh man, like this is like, this isn't just a thing that he's saying, like, this is real. Um, and what you said was fear is a virus from the spirit world that gets into our system being corrupted by our system to keep you disempowered, disconnected, and disillusioned. That's correct. <laughs> that is correct. So for people, because at that time, this was in August 2020 when he sent me this, and I've learned so much about fear. And at that time, like I understood it to be something deeper than just like a biological function. 
but now I really do understand and know that this is like a manner manufactured inorganic virus. And to people who are like, well, how is that possible? So when you hear fear is a virus, like from the spirit world, can you expand on that? What does that mean? So we live in a world where you only see a small percentage of what this world really is. You see whatever the system has taught you, shared with you from the time of your childhood before you were instigated into the industry of the system, which I call preschool and going from there on. So when you first come into this world, your first reaction is supposed to be um, one of experiencing the comfort and love and the understanding that comes from those who are welcoming you into this world and to family and into life. And the understanding that you're safe and that the relationship uh, that you have with everything around you is supposed to be governed in the understanding of how to come into this atmospheric experience on earth and how to relate, connect to nature, connect to animals, connect to your senses, connect to your ability to be in what we call a thriving position with the earth. However, because of the industry that was built, uh, this industry is there to program you with an idea uh, that is to give you, a, how do we say, a structure on which to perceive your reality through. And that structure is governed through all of the things that the authority figures and the school system teaches you and shares with you, but they don't share with you human adaptation. They don't share with you understanding synthesis and how to connect with energies and what they mean, how to build emotional intelligence, how to be aware that we're all connected and that anything that we do to, our, to another person, we're actually doing to ourselves because there is this, this beautiful integrative web of communication happening in consciousness that goes way beyond what the prefrontal lobe or the way that your brain is actually seeing it and experiencing it. So the components of life are based upon these levels of, of connection and communication. The relationship of life is based upon that which you've seen within your family and within your upbringing. Now, let's go back to the family upbringing. So when we understand epigenetics, we understand that there are certain factors that take place when you are in the gestation period that happen within the embryo that happens from the mother and what she's experiencing in her environment, as well as words and thinking and emotions and the way in which she perceives the world. So if your mom has already been infected with fear from someone else in her family, and it was passed down from generation. That also comes through your RNA and DNA. It also goes through the epigenetic process and then imprints that in you as well. So you're not fully enveloped in fear, but you are aware of its existence and you are aware of that it is there and it does exist and you're aware of the frequencies of it and you're aware of the energy of how it shows up energetically. Now, when you're a child in fetal and you're in the fetus, all of this is happening on a deeper level within the connectivities of the electricity and the energies that are moving through your system and building and turning off certain atoms and your mitochondria and all these other things. So when you come into this world, the first thing you start looking for are frequencies that were relatable to you when you were inside the womb. 
Now, let's say, for instance, because the fear was already set up inside of the mother's womb, and you are now in this world, you actually start to pay attention to the different spirits that have been allowed in your home through either your father or your mother, so it's either your maternal or paternal, that you then begin to invite in your life naturally because of the understanding of it that you gained when you were inside the womb. So the system that we live in knows this, mm -hmm. and it knows very well how to generate your attention, your emotions, your mind, and your choices to choose that frequency over the frequency of love. Boom. Damn, that was beautifully said. <laughs> oh my God. Um, that's just like, and my next question, I mean, that was amazing, would be, because when you talk about our system, is someone could say, well, like, yeah, that's the schools, the government, just like the way the humans are taught, you know, and like in our DNA. But is it an actual like dark entity or force that's like we're trying to control and like, like feed like on this energy? So when we understand what is love, we understand energy in its, in its most simplest format in shamanism, the way we look at it is that energy, love, all of these high vibrational words like trust and understanding and all of these are actual spirits mm -hmm. that are intelligent forms of creation. So it's intelligence. It's like, it's like if I was to hand you a frequency of intelligence and you were to download it into your system, your perception, the way you perceive the world, all of your ideas and choices would be governed by that frequency. Well, that is exactly what's happening based upon the way that your cortex in your brain is organizing the synapses and firing off certain electrodes. Mm -hmm. Those frequencies are lodged into you and they continue to play out structures that move through both of your your delta waves your theta waves and so forth and build into your networking system so in fact what we have to understand is that all darkness is is the energy of intelligence dialed down real down in there <laughs> where there is no more intelligence <laughs> <laughs> Okay. Mm -hmm. And so though that realm where those beings live, where there is no intelligence of the high level of intelligence, or we can say high because I don't want to put a hierarchy on it, but let's just say mm -hmm. the intelligence that governs the universe. So let me explain to you what that means. Cool. When you look at nature and you look at a tree and you look at the ocean and you look at the moon, and you look at the sun, most people just look at these things and go, oh, I love the trees. I love the flowers. I love the sun. I love the moon. But in mm -hmm. shamanism, we understand that it was the spirit that designed all of those things so that they would operate together. Without the trees, you can't get the water source into the earth through the deep roots, which then releases gases out of the um, branches, which creates cl white fluffy clouds. And those clouds go and pick up the water and the water comes to the earth. And without the sun giving us that photosynthesis and being able to create it so that things grow and without the wind to take those seeds and germinate them and bring them to other places, right? We wouldn't have this amazing ecosystem mm -hmm. that we have. 
So spirit is so intelligent, it knows what needs to be created so that everything, wherever it is in the universe, no matter what planet it's on and no matter what situation it's in, has exactly what it needs to thrive and to evolve. Now, here's the interesting thing. When you understand that spirit is the functioning intelligence that makes it so that your heart, your lungs, your body, your brain, which is your conductor, is able to move the energies where it needs to go. So that means that that intelligence is consciously aware of the beautiful orchestration of the design that everything is operating in so that everything can operate and be, okay? Mm -hmm. Darkness is the energy of that intelligence dialed down to the idea of fear, survival, lack, limitation, mm -hmm. scarcity, anything that has avoided, avoid kind of depletion to it. And it exists in its own universe, its own world. But in order to survive, in order for darkness to thrive, it needs the frequency still to come through. Mm -hmm. And how does that frequency come through? By beings, who have high intelligence, who've indigenated with the animal species, thus sharing DNA coil structures that allow them to live in an atmospheric planet that is based in oxygen and mineral sources and iron and copper and all the different elements that in the elemental times table that allows you to be able to what we call soul integrate, which means to create a networking that supports evolution. The only difference is nature is in its highest intelligence because it is the connection, peer source connection to creation, what you call mm -hmm. the master intelligence, right? We are intruder. Mm -hmm. So we come with an intruding energy that we merge with the animal species and we're not living in harmony with the elementals, with the environment, with the atmospheric energy. We come in and we use the intelligence because it gets dialed down. And instead of us saying, let's be a cooperative um, entity that has come and share with this planet and live with the resources of this planet that has already been put in a structure that is functional, we come in and think we can actually manipulate its yeah. function. And through that manipulation, we create lower density frequencies that, that create darkness. And the ones who are actually organizing that level of maintenance is in cahoots with that realm because that realm needs more frequency and the ones who are in cahoots want more power. Mm -hmm. And so the ones who are in cahoots with that say, okay, here's what we're going to do. We're going to build an industry, a structure that makes it so that every being who who's, goes through that structure gives up their life source, which is their light source, which is their intelligence. Mm -hmm. We're going to dull down their intelligence and feed it to you in return to have dominion over this planet. Boom. I am excited to announce our next retreat happening in Sedona, Arizona. If you know about Sedona, it is very spiritual. Like the vortexes of Sedona are sacred and transformational locations where the potent energy is used to facilitate prayer, meditation, and healing. These vortex sites hold an energy flow that exists on multiple dimensions. 
There are very special locations where electromagnetic energy is either entering into or projecting out of the Earth's plane. So <laughs> you can tell we are going to a very, very special place to release our traumas. And that's what this new like immersive, intentional retreat experience is all about. And the intention theme for this retreat is simple. It's remember your truth and get ready to remember who you really are. Because most humans don't realize that every thought rooted in fear is untrue. What you also don't realize is how simple it is to unveil your real truth to recall what is organic and pure to your being. Plenty of people, could be you listening, walk around 100% believing that their trauma, beliefs, and painful experiences are, are authentically them. You think that because it feels like that. Your experiences reconfirm that you are this thing. You believe that you are these things when you are not because it feels so true and real. So how could it not be? I hear time and time again from wonderful clients how easy and simple it is to remember, reclaim, and renew their truth. So this retreat is not necessarily necessarily going to give you anything. It's going to reveal what is already within you because that's what I believe. I believe you are already amazing. You are already everything you're trying to be. A large portion of the world's souls are reliving this trauma and pain and despair day after day, year after year, and even life after life. This is when and where you break that cycle, my friends. If this calls to your heart, if you can't imagine not attending with amazing people in a beautiful place, our home slash center that we're staying in is so unique, so beautiful, and our workshops, sessions, nature activities are going to be just amazing. Like I really have no words, but deeply connecting with other amazing humans is possibly the best experience. For me, it's always the best experience connecting with amazing people. And that's even part of the healing experience is just connecting like through words and not even through words, just being in the same energy field as others and with me and the other guides. So if this calls to your heart, go to my website, feeling-free.com to apply. And so we can book a quick low call to make sure that we're aligned and on the same page. Um, or just go to the link in the show notes, go to that, click the link in the description and you can go to my website, which is the events page at feeling-free.com slash events. So go check it out for more info and apply if your heart feels called, because this will be an extremely amazing healing. Ooh, I just, just incredible event. So go check it out. It's all inclusive. So when you attend, you know, it's, once you pay for it, it's it, that includes your room, that includes your meals, that includes the workshops and activities, and then we take care of you once you get there. So go to my website, and we will see you there, my friend. All right, let's get back to this super, super dope combo with my guy, Shaman Durek. So if someone just popped in, and they've never listened to me and you, me or you before, this type of, when we talk about frequency and, or high vibration, can you just touch on like, cause a lot of people don't realize that it's literally like what you were saying, like your brain's a conductor, like even in between synapses, like there's energy and vibration. Like it's not just spiritual woo-ness, like it's actual, no. like 
we are electricity. Like we are vibration. scientific empirical yeah. evidence of the understanding of how our brain are operating as a conductor, where it is actually moving energy to different places, being run by spirits intelligence, which tells the conductor how to regulate this body. So you don't have to even think about breathing. You're still going to breathe. Right. And that's the wonderful thing about spirit. But most people, when they think spirit, they think in some other way of spirit. They don't understand that spirit is an intelligence an intelligence. That's what it is. It's intelligence. But it's an intelligence that is different from the intelligence that we learn in school. It's an intelligence that sees how everything can be in harmony. OK, until it's distorted. And who distorts it? We do by inviting these lower intelligence energies into our house, which is our mind, mm -hmm. our home, our body. So when people will say to me, I have a lot of fear, Shaman Durek, I say, okay, let's talk to fear and find out what kind of relationship you have. Mm -hmm. Then we find out, oh, your relationship with fear is tight. You're thick as thieves. You know, you, you and fear, you <laughs> make all your decisions through fear. Yeah. Then let's go find out where, where, you, where, where did you learn this? And remember I told you in the beginning, that you watch your parents, their relationship with each other is usually how we build our relationships in life with people. Mm -hmm. But it's not just the relationship on the physical. There is a spiritual relationship. So if your parents had a relationship with doubt, a relationship with fear, a relationship with scarcity, a relationship with any of these lower frequency spirits, or what we call in shamanism parasitic energies, mm -hmm. okay? you will then also create an attraction to those relationships and call them into your life as well. So when I go as a shaman to say, for instance, someone has a relationship with money that is very love and hate, money comes, money goes. And when I talk to the spirit of money, money goes, look, I want to be in their life. I want to bring all their dreams <laughs> true. I want to do this, but they keep pushing me away. Yeah. They look at me in the wrong way. We don't have a loving relationship. So I go, well, where did that start from? He goes, oh, well, their father had the same relationship with me and their father's mother had the same relationship with me. But everything you see in the physical physical exist in the spiritual because everything you see in the physical has an intelligence that goes behind it even this glass came from someone's thoughts therefore this mm. glass holds an imprint in the spirit world that is intelligence that okay. created this glass in physical matter but what is physical matter physical matter is trapped light so if physical matter is trapped light, then what is the light? It is the intelligence that is locked into each other through the constriction of bouncing atoms, constricting off of each other, creating what we call a force field. Um, uh, uh, how do you say? Um, uh, a force field, a holographic energy yep. that is so bouncing off so fast that you actually have a solid form. So again, as we develop ourselves out of the industry that was built to utilize us and use our life source energy for its conducting corporations and power and money and control and domination over its own species, we will begin to understand, and this is why music plays such an integral part in our mm -hmm. evolution, because music, sound, vibration, creates what we call resistance structures that actually uncoil people's uh, frequencies. Mm -hmm. 
So you can put a bunch of people in a room, play a song, and they can be the most angry people. All of a sudden you play music for them, and all of a sudden they go into sync. Their body starts moving because the energy that the frequencies that are coming at them are communicating to the intelligence of their being, unwind whatever's there and restructure it here. And that's why different music has like, you know, if you look at Beethoven, you listen to Bach, you listen to any of the old uh, composers, it affects, if you put yourself on an EKG, you can actually see the effects that it does for your brain. Well, Mm -hmm. think of what fear does. Mm -hmm. Every time you invite fear in, you are creating inflammation in the body, right? Because the brain waves of the theta and the delta waves and the gamma and all of it starts becoming like a, like a storm, like a crazy storm that starts happening. And then it starts telling your body that you're under attack. And then your body starts releasing cortisol. And then your body starts getting inflamed. Your tissue inside starts getting inflamed. And then all of a sudden, your body starts buckling in and all your organs start being um, squeezed. And this is where anxiety comes from. This is where people go into anxiety attacks, panic attacks, because their body, what happens is your body goes into what we call vascular squeezing. That means it squeezes the veins and arteries around your organs, causing your body to feel a form of suffocation. That suffocation sends a message to your brain that you are dying. So all of a sudden, people are like, I think I'm dying. I think I'm dying. I can't like- breathe. I can't <laughs> breathe. Yeah. Ah, ah. And it's just having a panic attack. Yeah. <laughs> um, so before, this is amazing. So before we get to almost like how to protect or how to respond, I love how when you're talking about intelligence, you didn't call it evil. You didn't call it, you said it's the intelligence slowed down. So it's of that same intelligence, but just like, quote unquote, a lesser version of it. It's a, it's, a, it's a frequency that's been dialed down to the point where you're not getting the full spectrum intelligence. Mm-hmm. The full spectrum intelligence tells everything how to stay in harmony. When the intelligence is dialed down, it becomes, it, everything goes into what we call, uh, it's, like, it's like taking two energetic frequencies and bringing them onto each other, but because they're, they're not in harmony, it creates a dist- uh, what we call distortion. Mm-hmm. That distortion reverberates echoes that then create destruction, chaos, division, suffering, pain, loss, death, decay, desecration, war, you know, and all of these things, right? All the, all the so, fun things. That's what we're talking about. We don't, in shamanism, we don't operate in duality because the moment you create a polar um, um, opposite, you create what is called quantum entanglement. So then you actually become a slave to those energies until you untangle yourself. And most people in life will go through these forgiveness exercises like, I forgive my dad, I forgive my mom, I forgive my, no, you don't. Because the moment you go into forgiveness, you're creating a hierarchy of right and wrong, and therefore mm-hmm. you immediately become quantumly entangled. And now you are suffering over your, your, your subconscious mind pulls all the files of that suffering and replays it over and over and over into your psyche and into your system. So you don't even realize well, all of a sudden you think you did all this stuff and you wake up with cancer. The reason why you wake up with cancer is because your body's been attacked every single day for the past five years because you didn't want to look at that there was a signal that was a frequency running through your body as an aggressive marker that was creating 
the inflammation, and after a while, the cells begin to turn the other way, and thus have, you get a tumor. And these are the, the functionality processes that people, uh, that a lot of functional medicine doctors are finding out right now when they're doing their range testing, they're able to go, oh, this is why the person has gotten sick, because now they're able to actually see, whereas the, the Westerner world that is not so in the functional medicine only look at a small graph of that information and then base it on uh, your uh, what's happening to you, your symptoms. Oh, you have this symptom, this shows up in your test. So we're gonna give you all these different drugs that we have to get rid of. So we're gonna give you these ones, but they may have adverse reactions to your body that over a long period of time can cause disease and, and organ failure and, and the list goes on. Yeah, and I think what's so important about what you're saying is, because I think when we talk about this thing it, like we get ser it's serious because it isn't serious but it isn't it's playful too right yeah um but there's like the people that i come across with and speak to and work with it becomes more fear like when we talk about the darkness or the less intelligence we then get afraid of that and so i why i'm saying this is because that almost creates the same thing, right? If we're afraid of this chaos or control. So what is your wisdom or feedback on instead of being afraid of fear? Like how can we begin to like lighten and loosen and lean into that? Well, the first thing is to understand that what, what is causing the fear? So what, what makes someone attracted to fear versus attracted to trust and love, mm. right? Which are two spirits as well. Love is a spirit. And you can always check and see what kind of relationship you have with love. And you can always check and see what kind of relationship you have with trust. And again, the reason why people are attracted to fear is because human beings have been taught an imbalanced way of emotional intelligence. Now, I'll explain to you what that means. Mm -hmm. That means that when you were growing up and you were in school, they didn't give you a class about what you're actually perceiving does not require reaction. <laughs> They just allow you to react because they want you to react because that's how the media and the government can continue to herd the people to where they want to herd them to. It's kind of like mm -hmm. we're going to corral them over here. All we have to do is, is create up a bunch of emotional things here that they can't handle and we'll just move them in this direction. So the reason why people choose fear is because they don't have all the information. Mm -hmm. So people receive something and instead of saying, okay, the, one of the biggest things in order for us to be able to step into a greater place with our emotional intelligence is to become what we call mind managers. Mind managers are people who actually realize that I'm not going to use analyzation and reaction as a way to understand my universe that I'm in or wherever I'm at. I'm going to observe. Through the act of observation, you're able to see the picture start coming bigger and bigger and bigger. And when you do, you realize, oh, wait, there's really nothing to be afraid of because fear is, is basically when people say, I hear a lot of times people say evidence appearing real, which is mm -hmm. the idea of, of that, first, that first reaction where you don't have all of the evidence of what's really going on because you don't have the emotional intelligence to not react. So that is the reason why people choose fear first instead of just going, oh, let me just observe that without making a judgment 
and without reacting to it. So once we understand that comes from meditation, how do we, we learn how to use our minds, how we, you know, how we get into, you know, even Wim Hof has the, the talks about it from the breath, using the yeah. breath. You know, there's all these amazing ways that we can go about doing it. Of course, I'm a shaman, so I teach people spirit hacking, which is the upgraded understanding of shamanism in the modern world is to become a spirit hacker so that you can just hack it right out of your system. So one of the quickest ways to hack something out of your system is to actually draw in the thing that actually makes fear weak. And that's wisdom. Mm. So it doesn't need to be a whole dialogue of what the wisdom is. It's just the fact that you actually download a frequency of wisdom into your being and fear will disseminate because wisdom is the energy of high frequency which gives the combination code that dismantles anything that is being reacted to in a way that is operating from a place of not knowing or the unknown which is where most people's fear why they call fear in it's mm -hmm. the unknown it's not knowing it's not having control it's not any of these things fear comes right in they choose it it's like it's like the shirt they put on they're like okay here's a shirt yeah right so like mm -hmm. an example would be like think of something uh that you would fear go ahead uh, and do it um um, a common one, not finding a life partner. Okay, great. Now say, download with, so cover your, take your hand and put it over your navel, right? So this is your axis gate of intelligence, that's the reason mm -hmm. why it's your birthing cord. And now say, download wisdom into my body. Download wisdom into my body. Let's give it a number at 40,000. At 40,000. To disseminate fear. To disseminate fear. Hmm. And what just happened? I mean, what I saw was just, it was like lightness. It was almost like someone was, the divine feminine was almost like looking at me. So there you go yeah <laughs> and right the response is like it's like yeah, it's that simple so how because it even goes back to what you said about like how our thoughts like how you pointed at the glass for people who are just listening like back when you're pointing and tapping on the glass like this came from a creation it came from someone's thoughts and so is that the same reason why like literally like speaking words is just as powerful like commanding that energy so there are frequencies that you can pull into your body to do it. Mm -hmm. You cover your navel so you can actually bring them into your body, which is an old shamanic way of doing things. So if we need to bring mm -hmm. in courage or strength, we cover our navel, we call in courage and strength, and the spirit of courage and strength downloads right into your body. So the idea is merging with, right? So like if you put your hand out right now, put your hand out, mm -hmm. okay, and say, say love, rest in the palm of my hand. Love, rest in the palm of my hand. And what do you feel in your hand? Almost like a, it sounds kind of funny, but it sounds like I'm, it feels like I'm almost holding a heart. It's not a heart, but it's like, it's warm and in that same, like, uh -huh. you feel it. Like yeah. You feel the sensation. Mm -hmm. yeah. Good. Now say love, go up my arm. Love, go up my arm. Now my forearm feels lighter. Say, love, merge with me. Love, merge with me. 
yeah, that's just like what happened is like, I mean, emerging, but yeah, like a connection, like a morphing. Yeah. Now watch, say love, expand unconditional love through the body. Love, expand unconditional love throughout the body. How does that feel? It feels like love. Yeah. Through my body. And you just, and love is a spirit too, right? Mm -hmm. And so it's an intelligence. You've invited it in, you've merged with it, and you've allowed it now to, to, to encompass you. So what? You can even say body. Body. Create warm, unconditional love. <laughs> create warm, unconditional love. And what did you just feel? Warm, unconditional love. Yeah. And technically it's not even unconditional because it's just love and that's what it really is. Exactly. <laughs> I love it. That's all. What is, I'm curious, what is your personal relationship with fear? Because you're obviously still a human. So I'm, but I'm curious. So fear and I have an interesting relationship because mm -hmm. fear doesn't stay that long with me. Mm -hmm. So fear comes in and it says something and then I'm like, okay. <laughs> yeah. You know, I'm not going to merge with this. Mm -hmm. So would you like my help to going home? So the way, so, so the way that we understand um, in the spirit world is that every being that is living in flesh bodies right now is a spirit. When that spirit has lived a life of fear, 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 and they go to the other side and the light comes, they mostly don't go to the light because they don't feel they can. So they mm -hmm. go to the dimension, which we, which we call darkness, and we call it the underworld, and they have unfinished business. So while they're in the underworld, the very thing that consumed their life as the energy when they had a human body, they actually become. And then they go and find a human host and share with them. So when a fear comes in, it's actually a spirit that is with you mm -hmm. that in its way thinks it's helping you, yes. but from the underworld. Mm -hmm. But when you are see when you when the fear comes in and I go fear so uh, what's going on, and it's like oh you called me in oh did I and why, and then it tells me and I go oh now that's my decision to make a different choice, and then I say fear would you like me to help you go return back to the source of intelligence, mm -hmm. and it says yes I would and then I send it to the source of intelligence and it fear becomes no longer fear and it goes back into love, and so the key element is reason why we continue to see turmoil on our planet is because we continue to react in the same way that we've been reacting from time and time <laughs> yep. and time and time again, which is exactly what the industry would like. So its whole purpose is to measure our reactions based on certain things they choose to have happen, measuring it, categorizing it, and then seeing who reacts to what, and then create more crazy events for people to react to so they can garner enough fear in yeah. society by infecting them with the virus of fear so that they can then dull your brain down, dull your energy down, because your brain is just an organ, but the mind, which is in the brain, right, is being affected by the frequencies. Now, if you are consuming yourself with fear, you can imagine what the mind is doing. 
So then the mind, everything it's perceiving is a threat, it's uncomfortable, it's this, it's that, and you make the sort, you make uh, what we call um, uh, choices out of polarity, not out of love, which is your heart. And your organ, your brain is a polarity organ. So what happens is you go to your brain to answer your questions and your questions are being answered by a brain that has been in industry, industrialized, as I would say, a part of the industry. So it's actually making choices based on your polarity of duality. It's doing and what it's supposed to, like what it knows. It's not. What it knows, what yeah. it's been taught. It doesn't mm -hmm. know anything other than until you actually arrive into your heart and then your heart can actually create coherence with your brain to then create a new understanding of how your brain is perceiving the world, right? And so that's why when you hear songs like Bob Marley saying, one love, one heart, let's get together and it'll be mm -hmm. all right. When you hear people talk about love, you hear songs and rock songs and all these old songs back in the 70s when they were marching against Vietnam and trying to stop people from going into war and it was all about the love and you know it's all about the love and the reason why it had such an impact on people is because people were so caught up in the, the, the post-traumatic stress of the people they are losing and the war and all these things they see on the news and proliferating their brains with all of this fear, 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 fear and now you got Janis Joplin on stage being like if you got a cat for just one day you got to hold that cat. You got to love that cat. You know, and that <laughs> people outpulled the energy of that fear and washed it out of them. And then people became these love hippies and like make love, make babies, not bombs, love, not war, you know, and that's where the movement comes in because now love is being broadcast through music, through poems, through songs, through conversations on tables, meeting up in park. People want love. They want love. So they keep going back to the high frequency of intelligence. And so that's, that's what's happening right now. And what we're, what we're doing right now is we are in, in this, this, this point, which I call in my book, the blackout, where we are giving an opportunity. Yes, we're going through difficulty and uncomfortableness and so forth, but that uncomfortableness is being utilized for the purpose of us looking at what choices we've made that's governed us in this sphere. And more people are looking for ways to understand that a coping mechanism is all it means is that you have the ability to let go of fears relationship and choose love's relationship like that. That's so interesting. I love that. And it's, you can keep going back and just like, I just, because now that I see so clearly, it's just interesting to see like how even like hippies, how even that's turned into a, like a silly thing so people don't do that of course they have mm -hmm. to they have to destruct every form of of resource that could bring you back to that intelligence so that's why witches were burned at the stake mm -hmm. because witches were the stewards of the earth who help people to remember their relationship with earth with relationship with themselves with nurturing with self-care and so forth the, the churches didn't want you to have self-care <laughs> yeah, okay. They want you to fall apart. So you come to, yeah. so you come and do it their way. So you come to them. So you're depleted, you're drained, you're, you know, they don't want someone to teach you how to, how to have maintenance. 
how to have self-care and self-maintenance, the shamans who are teaching you about the frequencies and sharing with you the connection between love and the connection of fear and what it's actually doing and how it distorts your reality. Yeah. And here, take this plant medicine and let's get and take a look at all the places where you've had fear and what it did to your life. Mm -mm. No, they don't, want, they don't want the sages to teach you how to step into a place of being calm and non-reactive so that you're able to see things clearer without jumping in and reacting because they, they need your reaction so they know what new things to set up to get mm -hmm. you to be at an all-time high. Why would they want sages? Why would they want you to become spiritual? They want to turn spiritual woo-woo instead of looking at spirituality as an evolutionary tool, right? For what we call human enhancement so that we can we can be able to co-adapt with the animal kingdom with the natural kingdom no they want to turn it woo woo they want you to think hippies are woo woo they want you to think that anything that doesn't fall in alignment to their industry that they built to, for you to go through that conveyor belt of manipulation you have to look at everything with judgment and woo woo and as we say in african shamanism Judgment means that you are afraid to see other people. You're afraid to see other people's ideas. You're afraid to see what's outside of your own perception. So when you go into those places of judgment, you're stuck in what we call a purgatory. You're stuck in your own purgatory, only relating to the world as you choose to see the world. And your righteousness and your need to be right is the action that takes people to go kill someone for a pair of tennis shoes, go to war with their own brothers and sisters in a country, destroy their own resources, destroy their own way of living just so they can be right mm -hmm. and feel safe in that righteousness. And that's all governed by the virus of fear. And it feels why it's so dangerous because it's half-ish true. Like they stick a little like half, half truth in there that so it, makes, so it makes us feel like we're doing something good. Of course, it's the manipulation. It's 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 the twinkling effect. It's the <laughs> it's the thing that it's the thing that uh, all of the great uh, uh, people who enslaved people. We talk go back to Caesar. We talk about how Caesar said, "Give them the arena and give them cheap food, and they'll never know yeah. what the republic does." Keep them entertained. Give them more entertainers. Matter of fact, let's make entertainment on planet Earth the number one distraction, and let's make them. Let's build them up. Let's give them more money than people who are out there saving and supporting nature and, and agriculture and resource. No clean energy. No, 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 no. We're not going to make them the celebrities. We're going to make the entertainers just celebrities so that because they're the ones who keep the people entertained so that they're so entertained, they don't even realize that we're numbing them out by giving them shows and TV shows where people are eating each other. So they don't feel any, they don't feel anything about it anymore. You see, because the more spiritual post-traumatic stress they can cause, post-traumatic stress disorder doesn't just exist in the physical and mental, it exists in the spiritual. That means that the more they keep giving us violence, violence, violence as a normal thing, but showing a boob here or a penis here is considered, oh my God, I can't they're <laughs> yeah. showing that, yeah. you know, but violence, oh yeah, that's okay. Someone getting punched and shot and cut open and eaten and all that, that's okay because what we're doing is we're numbing their senses down to what is actually not okay to making it okay for them. So that when we do to create more wars and we do these things, human beings would just go along with it. 
But if they were, if we were at a point where we were so grossed out and disgusted by violence, every time they want to go to war, we would stand up against them and go, no. And the other people would stand up against them and go, no. And who's going to drive the chains? And who's going to drop the bombs? And who's going to shoot the guns? No one would because they don't want it anymore. But we are not there yet because human beings are still being programmed through the media. Media tells you what to feel. Movies tell you what to think. TV shows give you ideas of possibilities. And all of these things are entrained to keep you numb. And that's what Caesar's whole thing was. And Caesar followed it. Hitler followed it. Stalin followed it. All of the people who did anything to take dominion over people followed Caesar's whole entire statement. And that's why I write it in my book. It's the, it's, it's, it's the, it's literally, it's the whole idea of give them the arena and give them bread. And this is how this government has been playing us since day one. Mm -hmm. Keep us entertained, keep us blissed out on nonsense and keep us completely not connected to our own emotional intelligence. So we're just reactive people. A bill shows up, you react. This thing things, you react. Someone who doesn't want to be in a relationship with you, you, oh my God, they're going to break up with me. Instead of look at, was this relationship amplifying love in the world? Was this relationship really giving you sustenance? Was this relationship creating something beautiful, not only for yourselves, but for the planet? If not, goodbye i love you go your way find the person who's right for you and i will find the person who's right for me but why are we putting all this drama well i'll tell you why because hallmark created the drama you know how many people break up just because they don't they forget the anniversaries and valentine's day i mean it's ridiculous Mm -hmm. programmed Mm -hmm. industry so for people who don't know you that well, <laughs> they would be like, yo, Shaman, like you were just one serious ass, to, you know? but they don't know like your entire side. So I would love to like, cause again, like the polarity. So yeah. how is this so serious, but at the same time, not serious, like to like, oh my God, I'm being manipulated and controlled. Like how can we have more fun with it? Well, it's the whole point is like, why the point is why even go into that energy? Oh my God, I'm being manipulated and control. It's simply stay in your joy, stay in your play, you know, bust out your action figures, play with your video games, have fun, have picnics with friends. You are actually creating freedom for other people when you go outside of the industry. And like a perfect example, person's walking down the street. Everyone's walking down the street. Everyone looks the same walking down the street. That one person starts dancing. That one person who's dancing is showing us a doorway outside of the matrix. So the key is don't take things so seriously. Have some fun, lighten up, be playful. You know, for me, like when I do anything and I'm sharing and I'm, I'm, I'm helping people remember, I make everything into jokes. I make everything into like, oh, comedy, because at the end of the day, and that's one of the reasons why my role model is Robin Williams since I was a kid, is at the end of the day, right, what is it, what is, if we put heaviness on it, like when people are spiritual and they're walking around and they're like, yeah, so um, you got to remember your chakras and uh, take a deep breath. I'm like, you know, I'm like, what are you talking about, dude, like, Get into your chakras if you want to. If you want to lay down and put your legs, that's what you want to hang upside down from a tree, you know, like whatever you got to do. Like, you don't like there's the rules that are created are meant to be broken and restructured into things that are actually joyful, fun and playful. So 
again, that's why people, when they go to my workshops or they listen to me on the Healing Temple, I'm singing Disney songs, I'm laughing, I'm telling jokes about the whole thing. Because at the end of the day, if we can't laugh at the nonsense that we see, then we're just still in the matrix. And yes. we really have to laugh at the whole entire thing because it really is hilarious. Right. And that's, yeah, I love that because it is <laughs> like, that's not the antidote, right? Like if you bring that same fight, like. No, it's no fight energy. at all. It's not a fight. Fight what? Fight yourself? Yeah. You know, yeah. You, can, you can transmute the darkness back into the light just by doing a woogly woogly boo. You know, <laughs> you can transfer the darkness back into light by painting a picture. You can sing a song. You can like do a little, a little dance, a shuffle, and the darkness will run because it's the love and the joy that's holding that high level intelligence. Angels aren't walking around going, hello, hi, I'm Archangel <laughs> Michael. No, when I talk to them, they're like cracking jokes with yep. me. They're just like, you know, they're like, they're like, what do you think about the, your species being so dramatic? I'm like, oh my God, we're so dramatic. And I start <laughs> falling on the floor and laughing. You know, it's like, that's mm -hmm. why everybody likes watching TV. Everyone's so, so much drama, you know, and we laugh about it. We have fun about it. We don't, we don't go into this very stoic thing like, you know, the spirits talk like this and hello, I'm your higher self and I <laughs> come to this great place of awakening. That's mm -hmm. so boring. No, it's about a party. It's fun. It's exciting. Mm -hmm. That's why I always say keep it lit. Keep it mm -hmm. lit. Keep it lit. Be a litty. Be a member of the litty committee. Get and become a lit leader of legacy. You know, ride go. the lit train. If you're not on the lit train and dancing and then hearing the house music on one side, country music on the <laughs> other side, doing whatever you got to do, what are you doing? Dude, the litty committee. <laughs> That's amazing. I love that. Yeah, we have so, the litty committee and the itsy bitty litty committee for the little kids. <laughs> the little kids. I love that. Um, one of my last questions as we start to close is this joy that you talk about and the love and this high frequency um, because fear feels so real. But when you go back to before we came so dense and before we became even like split into polarity, you know, so it's not real. So can you just provide some context and your perspective on how like at a certain level of consciousness, it doesn't even exist. Like it's not a thing. Yes. Well, the thing is, when you stay in a place of what we call sustainable joy or sustainable happiness or sustainable goofiness, or you just take the piss out of everything, okay, fear just can't hold you. It can't hold you because fear needs you to get like really intense with it, right? So that it can start absorbing into your being. So the more you are in a place of like playfulness and ease, and you're not putting expectations on yourself or anyone else, and you're just letting people show up the way they want to show up. And if like your friend one day says, I love pizza, next day he says he hates pizza, and then you catch him two weeks later eating pizza. Great. He loves pizza today. He doesn't love pizza tomorrow and he's eating it again. Who cares? Right? It's that it fear uses this kind of very stuck energy judgment to hold it in place, right? So fear needs judgment to keep it locked in. So the more you let go and come into a place of acceptance and a place of allowance and a place of freedom, right? Which I call true, the true act of an enlightened person is liberation. No labels, 
no, no, no putting no ideas on, oh, this is who I am. And this is what I am. That's like me going, well, I'm a black man and I'm supposed to be like this. No, I'm not going to say that because that's just my biological spacesuit. I'm actually very different than what you actually see in this flesh body. Mm -hmm. So why would I put a label on myself to lock myself into something so that fear can move around it and then lock me in and put me into a state of this is what I am and then righteousness over that. You know, I want to be free. I want to be open. I want to be able to express myself as I choose. You know, it's like, it's like, it's like if I'm with my girlfriend and I'm like, Hey, let's build a fort. And everyone's like, yeah, let's do a fort. Let's build a fort. You know, like, let's play. Let's have fun. If you, if the moment you stop being a kid, the moment you take your little child, that's why everyone calls my nickname is Morpheus and Peter Pan. The moment you stop doing those things, you actually are limiting and allowing fear to move closer to you. So the key element is like, you know, like, yes, I'm Morpheus. I'm here to put the power back in people's hands, but I'm also Peter Pan. I don't want to grow up. Mm-hmm. So my friends come over, they see me, you know, me and my um, business manager will be playing like we're Star Wars or fighting with like lifesavers, you know, like I will skip down the street with my girlfriend. Like we're just living free. And the more you do that, the less fear can touch you. Because then you're just like, oh, well, I mean, why would I even be in fear right now when I can just like, laugh at the whole entire thing. And that's the key. Always have humor. Always keep that child with you, that playful spirit in you. Sing a song, dance, be free, and fear won't be able to grab onto you. Amazing. Well, Shaman, thank you so much. Do you have any other things on your heart that you feel called to share right now? Stop the hate on Asians. (laughs) I did not... For COVID or well, I did not expect that or what's the context? Yeah, there's a lot of hate right now going on with um, because of the pandemic, everyone's blaming yeah. the Asian community and they're beating yeah. up Asians in the street and pushing them, breaking their arms, doing horrible things. And we have a, a, a social responsibility to to really draw that out and let people know that we're not standing for it. There's no excuse for abuse on any level. I don't care if you're Asian, I don't care if you're you're any color, any race, any sexuality, whatever. We have to learn how to accept one another and co and habitat with one another, even if we don't agree with what we see and what someone is in their choice of sexual preference or yeah. the fact that the color of their skin and who they are in their culture. It really, it's really uh, enough is enough. Yeah, that doesn't just break someone's arm and they have nothing to do with it. Oh, it's crazy what they're doing. It's, it's not. Like I have, a, I grew up in an Asian family. I have a lot of friends who are Asian and they're calling me crying on the phone, telling me how someone pushed their, their, their uh, grandfather um, in the street and broke his arm, you know, and like just out of nowhere, just like, you know, look what you did to us. You, this is your fault. This is what it, this, this is the big thing going on right now. Hmm. Crazy. All right, sir. Well, thank you so much for, this was just like an eloquent way and like the energetic and the frequency and the truth and the freedom and the plainness and the seriousness and all of that, that was just like shared and felt like, I appreciate you. Like for real, like I, that's an honor. Like, I love you. You're, I love you too, baby. You're, you're the, you're everything. (laughs) So that's, that's all I'll say is the everything. And I appreciate it all. Like, thank you. Thank you so much. You know, we're just reflections of each other and I have a lot to learn and I'm a lot to remember. And that's why we have each other on the planet, right? There's no hierarchy. There's no, I'm before you. We're in this together. We're colleagues. We're walking side by side with our hearts open, 
into the darkness to bring our brothers and sisters home who have, who have been forgotten and those who have forgotten themselves. And it's very simple. Love it. Remember. All right, y'all. Thank you so much for being here. My recommended ways to connect with Shaman Durek is through his website or Instagram. I'm just going to give you his website. It's shamandurek.com. Super easy. Go there because he has amazing events. He has things called the Shaman School. He has things called the Woke Shop, the Healing Temple, things that you can partake of, things for free, things that you can purchase and invest in. But obviously, he is a very wise centered heart-centered individual so go follow him on instagram that's also in the show notes his website's in the show notes thank you so much for being here we appreciate you we love you and also like he said at the end remember remember how amazing you are 